Um, hi everyone, it's Carrie-Anne here. Uh, welcome to episode two of Cat's Pyjamas Combos. This episode, we're talking about overcoming overwhelm with Michaela Jackson. So Michaela is a personal performance coach. She's founder of She Almighty and champion of all things female. So Michaela, would you like to tell us a bit more about you before we start? Hi, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, yeah, as you as you said, I'm a performance coach. Um, she Almighty is all about you know women self empowering to be the best version of themselves and to create careers, businesses, and lives they love with positive impact. So um, yeah, I do coaching. I run workshops, and I um, run a personal development network for women in London as well. So yeah, that's a bit about me. Excellent. Thanks, Michaela, and thank you so much for offering to take part. Um, we asked a few of our subscribers and uh, those that follow us on social media uh, about uh, what sort of topic they'd like to hear next, and they did talk a lot about overcoming overwhelm. So um, is it possible just to explore a bit with you about what we mean by overwhelm? Absolutely, yeah. It's a big topic, definitely. It, it uh, comes up for most of my clients, I would say, and probably a big reason as to why lots of them work with me. Um, I guess overwhelm is something that can hijack us a bit, can't it? When we, um, yeah. I say at least expect it, but actually we can, we can expect it. I mean, most of us live pretty busy lives. We have busy jobs or we're trying to figure out how we can be more productive or do more. And with that, we're taking on a lot, aren't we, in our in our everyday lives. Um, so I think, you know, places that it sort of comes up is when people have busy jobs, um, they might have lots of workload, they might um, be trying to meet certain expectations or put those expectations on themselves. Um, you know, if people are looking to uh, start a new project or a business, for example, it's overwhelming to think, where should I start? Or if I'm striving for, you know, a big dream or goal, actually that feels quite far away. Where do I, where do I begin with that? What does that actually look like? Um, or yeah, or just more in a sort of day to day of how do I clean the house and, you know, pick up the kids from school and do my day job and be all of those things play you know wear all of those different hats that are required of me yeah. um so yeah there's there's lots of instances i think where it can come absolutely I, I definitely feel like I've experienced a bit of overwhelm myself this week actually with lots of competing deadlines and it feels like back-to-back -back meetings almost every day at work and so the overwhelm is I don't feel like I have time to get the things done that I need to um, so yeah that's definitely something that I've been feeling this past week or so um, and then sometimes you, you feel it a bit of a loss as to kind of okay what do I do next because I'm just feeling like everything is too much. Mm -hmm. So time is a big factor isn't it and you know we all have the same amount of time don't we so actually it's how we choose to use it and what we choose to prioritize and also how we go about putting healthy boundaries in place to protect our time and energy um, and our sanity, I guess as well, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I guess some of that, for, for me at least this week, has felt um, a bit like it touches on your point around um, expectations and perhaps those expectations that you put on yourself. So sometimes in terms of that boundary setting, um, you, I, I perhaps 
I felt the expectation of others that I should be able to go to every meeting and deliver all the papers that I need to write and meet all of my deadlines and um, because I felt that weight of expectation whether that's true or not maybe um, you kind of feel like you can't say no to things. Yeah no expectation is a big one that comes up as well with my clients and how we manage that with others and for ourselves because I think often particularly in you know, a work environment, um, we kind of feel that there is an expectation to do things, whether that is coming from others or ourselves, is something that we need to look closer at sometimes. But then also how we manage those expectations. So I think we kind of, I think a lot of the time we feel like we need to say yes to things and we need to, to be competent or to be, you know, to get things done and to show we're doing a good job or take it all on. But actually, are we then being fair to those people if, we can't really manage to do that or to ourselves. So, so thinking about how we manage those expectations, what we say yes to, being realistic around those things is is really, yeah, really important as well. And, I, and, and making an assumption that other people appreciate that sense of realism and having those expectations. So a, a bit of, you know, um, rather than over promise and under deliver set some, some realistic expectations and, and then everybody's on the same page yeah absolutely and so you mentioned a bit about we can sometimes see when overwhelm might be coming when we've got kind of busy lives and busy jobs and we're trying to fit everything in but um I guess you also mentioned um, that sometimes it can strike unexpectedly. Um, so can you talk us a bit through that and what that might feel like for people? Okay, so I think probably, well, when it's unexpected, I think that's perhaps when we feel hijacked a little bit by our emotions. So because we're quite busy, I suppose, in our everyday lives and we just get on with it, we and if we're used to doing that, that's kind of how we operate but sometimes things become a bit too much right if you know if there's a big project that comes up and perhaps our boss hasn't given us sort of clear instructions as to what needs to happen for that so we feel like oh I'm not I'm not getting it or I can't manage this but actually what you needed was a little bit more clarity on what needed to be done for example so that's when sort of panic can set in um, and you know that can come down to different personality types within the workplace as well what you need you know how your how your bosses or how your colleagues are and um, yeah what you need in order to be able to be at your best and do the best possible job so it can come from if somebody else sort of put something on us or perhaps if we're not paying attention to do we have balance in our lives so are we looking after number one for starters you know are we sleeping well are we eating well are we exercising you know those basic things that sound so common sense don't they but often fall by the wayside when we're really busy yeah. in our everyday so I think often things like that actually just having a nice bath early nights can make a huge difference to how we're feeling the following week but certainly building in if we can those healthy and positive habits that mean that we're yeah we're operating at our best I think those things are really important um other examples perhaps when we are used to putting up with situations whether it's you know relationships it might be professional it might be romantic um but we don't stop and question if we're really happy and if it's what we want or we're happy with where we're heading whether that's again with work or relationships or all that kind of stuff 
So we can then feel perhaps hijacked by our emotions or feel unhappy because we haven't really been paying attention to what, what we really need. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's that's really important in those instances. That's why coaching is, um, I think that's why people work with a coach because it really comes back to that self-awareness piece of what's going on for me, what do I really want and how can I set my you know my lifestyle up in a way so that I feel happy and good and positive and have that inner peace yeah and and it sounds like that opportunity to build in some time for reflection um whether you say that's like about work or relationships or what's happening in your life is quite important because without that pause to reflect um as you say you're kind of just going along with things and that might be when the overwhelm comes in terms of how you're feeling and your emotions now, it's kind of, I guess, about you feeling in control. That's not trying to control everything. You know, we can't control everything that happens to us. But actually, that we have, we're taking ownership and responsibility for our life and our actions. Um, and then, if we have a bit of a plan, a bit of a roadmap, that's not about having everything figured out or having all the answers or everything being set in stone. But actually, through knowing who you are, what's important to you, what you want and prioritising those things and how you use your time and putting those boundaries in place to protect that, you're going to feel far more in control of your life um, and you can accept sort of that, you know, that your, your path, it, so it, sort of accept the path that you're on even if you don't have the answers that makes sense makes perfect sense so you've already started touching on some of your um, tips and thinking about how we um, can kind of cope with overwhelm so do you have a sort of checklist or tip list of things that we can be aware of and and things that we can start to do when we feel that overwhelm uh, Mm. either creeping in or or striking as it were yeah (laughs) okay let's start with the creepers I mean I think it's really important for everyone to take time out to reflect, like you said there, because so many of us don't do that because we concentrate or we focus on being busier and more productive and doing rather than being, for example, and the things that we really want. So, you know, doing something like taking uh, an afternoon to yourself or even just a couple of hours to go and sit in a lovely space you know whether that, whether that be nature or a coffee shop or just a lovely setting away from the norm and you know the the grind and the routine to think about actually what do I want to happen um, this year you know January and we're just in January aren't we are we at the last day of January <laughs> it's just about still there <laughs> yeah but it's quite you know the beginning of the year is quite a nice time to do that isn't it reflect on actually how did you know how how do I feel about my last year am I where I want to be in my life um what am I what am I happy with what am I grateful for and what are the things that I would like to change moving forwards and how can I go about doing that so taking a bit of time to reflect I think is important for that perspective and also to create a little bit of a plan and a roadmap so you feel like you have that that control if that if that makes sense um and then I think having some goals in place not you know not everybody loves goal setting it doesn't need to be as rigid I think that word goal scares people sometimes particularly when it comes to if we associate that with a a new year's resolution for example we think well you know 90% of people fail those but actually it's actually knowing why 
we want to do the things that we want to do. If we don't have our, our why, then we're far less likely to achieve them. So having some things in place that we um, want to do moving forward, whether that be in work, so if it's having the intention to put healthy boundaries in place, then we're far more likely to act on that, you know? So um, we're not just going along with, oh, I'll be fine or I'll just do that, I'll just get on with it. It's having the intention of putting healthy boundaries in place or managing expectations or having more courageous conversations, for example, with our boss or our colleagues so that we feel, again, sort of more in control and less hijacked by our emotions. And um, I think other things, being kind to ourselves, you know, sometimes it will happen that we will, we will feel overwhelmed or a little bit hijacked, but actually we're human, aren't we? So that's going to happen. So just taking a moment to think, okay, I didn't feel great about that situation. Um, what, would I, what would I do differently next time? Or how could I prevent that from happening moving forwards? Or how could I feel better about that or address that now? So I think, again, it's being in tune with yourself, isn't it? Ultimately, all of these things come back to, you know, it's the reflection, it's taking stock of what's going on, it's having a plan. Um, it all comes back to that self-awareness for you, being in tune with you and what you need. You know, whether that's more sleep, whether that's um, more exercise, whether that's to um, tell, say no to something. You know, it's listening to what you what you need rather than just going along with it and trying to do more and take on more. It's sometimes taking a step back. And when, when overwhelm strikes you a bit unexpectedly, so you are, um, you know, kind of going along with everything, thinking everything's okay, and then maybe, you know, a life event happens or um, an interaction happens that takes you a bit unexpectedly, um, are there different things that you can do in that situation to try and manage that feeling of overwhelm? Mm, I think sometimes with that, I mean, it helps to, sometimes we need to process those things, don't we, if it's quite unexpected. So talking things through you know whether that be with um a friend a partner or perhaps someone that isn't so close mm. if it helps to have that perspective um you know whether that will be a counselor or whether that will be a coach for example it's okay to get support in situations where you don't feel like you know not well whether you don't feel like you're able to cope or actually it would help me to have support through this so i think seeking support is you know, it's fine to do that if you need that. Don't shy away from that. Um, I think allowing yourself the time to process it. And sometimes for some people, journaling can really help with that, writing it down um, and taking the time to think it through. And, and also, I guess, a bit of perspective and mindset around, this is something that I can't control. Um, if I was dealing with this in the best way that I possibly could, what would I be doing? What would my next steps be so you can almost take yourself out of the emotion for a moment you know and, and try and look on it and I know that's easier said than done sometimes um but almost to be a bit objective and think okay you know if this were my friend what advice would I give to them in moving forward from this or because often we're really great at giving advice aren't we to others and supporting others but doing it for ourselves is more challenging and again that's a very human thing isn't it but if we can offer ourselves that perspective that can be really helpful excellent so a lot of what you've talked about sounds um to me uh, to be more about that self-awareness piece and the fact that you can 
almost by building some things into your routine um, around perhaps how you think or like you say how you take some time out from your normal life or how you build in healthy habits that kind of self-awareness um, can almost help build a bit of armor and a bit of resilience for you um, just generally through life so that when overwhelm um, does happen uh, you've got those tools in your toolkit to, to help you with that you're absolutely right it does come back to that resilience you know I think if you do or that's I think that's what we should be kind of striving for resilience sounds quite it sounds like quite a strong word doesn't it but I think ultimately it is again it's that sort of self-awareness and thinking okay does this feel good or doesn't it or what are the things that make me feel good what builds me up what zaps my energy because if we're sort of more on the edge and we're tired or we're really busy or we're stressed we're far less likely to be able to deal with something else that comes in mm. you know easily or uh, and move on from it um so i think it, yes it's, it's look, knowing how to look after yourself and being in tune with yourself builds that resilience um and yeah, you're far more able to cope with whatever comes your way then. Thank you for sharing your um, thoughts on overwhelm. I'm sure it's resonated with quite a lot of people who will be listening to the podcast. So if people want to know a bit more about what you do, um, how perhaps you can support them, how do they find out more about you, Michaela? Yeah, so they can visit um, my website, so that's sheolmighty.com. Um, I actually offer a free discovery session um, for my career business life coaching programs, um, no strings attached. So if anybody wants to sort of talk through what's going on for them and why they might be thinking about working with a coach, then they can do so that way. Excellent. So um, I guess all that remains at the moment is for me to thank you for your time um, and your thoughts and input on your topic, to thank you for being part of the podcast. Um, I'm sure when people hear this, they'll have more questions, more comments. So we may well be inviting you back for a follow up, if that would be OK with you. And, uh, and I'd just like to thank everyone else for listening. So thank you very much. Hope you enjoyed this episode um, and catch you next time on Cat's Pajamas Combos. Bye.